At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with michael lombardi and patrick maher on vsin Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network here on a Championship Sunday. Hope you're doing well. Safe and warm there in the Northeast. You know, it's interesting. When we talked about the winners and the points not really mattering, that brings us back quickly to the first game. Then yeah. we'll pivot here, Michael. And it's something that you constantly preach rings in my head, and we were talking to Femi about this. Bad lines don't travel. This Cincinnati line is headed to Arrowhead. It's going to get, I mean, listen, the 11 sacks that could have went down in week 17, the nine that did, you said eventually this is going to catch up the borough. Bad lines don't travel. It's really going to be hard because now you're factoring in and layering in crowd noise, and it's a loud, loud crowd, and you're going to be on the silent count. you got Prince over there at right tackle, and are they going to allow Prince to line up deep in the backfield and almost in a legal formation, which is typically what he likes to do? He needs to get that half step. And if I'm Kansas City and Brendan Daly, I'm going to the line judge, and I'm saying, look, you can't let him have that. You can't let him have that little bit. And then inside, you know, Jones and Reed are really good players in there, and they're physical, and they're hard to block especially Jones, and they watched Jeffrey Simmons last week dominate. They watched Jeffrey Simmons dominate. And when you have a bad line, to me, the, the, the things you have to do when you're playing against a bad line is rush five. Why? Because you force the offensive lineman to block one-on-one. When you rush four, somebody can get doubled. So when you can take advantage of a line, it's either rush five or rush three. You know, and rushing three, you might still get there because it's a bad line. So I, I think this is going to factor in. And the longer the game goes, the line is going to become a factor. And it can't, you, can't, you can't get away from it. They got away from it a little bit. I mean, the Raider game, they, they, the Raiders were putting pressure on them. And, you know, they got a, a lot of things that went in their favor in that game. Uh, you know, some things didn't. I mean, roughing the passer on Carr I thought was horrible. But for the most part, I mean, you know, the Raiders had their opportunities, you know, and you could say, well, the whistle came out. Um, I mean, I think he was going to throw that touchdown pass anyway. I'm not sure it, was, it would have been any matter. But at the end of the day, the Raiders had the ball first and goal with the nine and made, made their own mistakes. 6.30, your time tonight. I know where you're going to be. You're going to be settling and getting ready for San Francisco, Los Angeles. 3.30 here on the West Coast. This number right now, three and a half with the Rams laying it. Of course, we know what's happened the first two meetings this year. We'll get into those numbers. 45 and a half. Before we do, the most profitable quarterback over the past few years as a dog in the NFL, Jimmy Garoppolo. 14 and five straight up as a dog. 
15 and 4 ATS as a dog. Here he is dealing with the outside distractions. I don't know. I think just knowing knowing yourself and knowing who you are plays a big part of that. Because you know, if you get lost in it and start believing some of those things, it could take you down the wrong road. So I don't know. I think it's just about knowing yourself as a player, as a person. And uh, you know, as long as these guys in this locker room. You know, have faith in me and belief in me. That's all I really care about. I saw, I saw the smile start to come to your face when I was given those numbers as a dog. And that last point, let's jump on that. The team believing in him. That is legit. Yeah, no doubt. No, it is. I mean, they have full confidence in him. And the one thing about Jimmy that I've always admired about him is he can shake off. He's kind of like the through the raindrops guy. I mean, it's just okay. I threw an interception. I'm going to come back, and it's not going to affect me. And he's going to make plays that he has to make. And, look, he threw a bad interception in the Green Bay game. He throws these plays that he makes these decisions on some of these throws that are so bad that you just wonder, like, Jimmy, if you could just remove these from your game and just stay within yourself. You could be really an effective player, but these bonehead mistakes you make, you know, your team seems to overcome them, but you've got to get them out of your play. They drive a coach crazy. They really do. Now, sometimes he gets hit in the ball, like in the, in the San Francisco game, uh, I mean, in the Ram game, last time they played, I mean, he got hit and, and the ball came out of his hand and went down the middle for an interception. But when he does the things like he did in Tennessee where he's throwing the ball into coverage or like he did against – or like he did against, uh, you know, Green Bay, where he's got a chance. Just throw the ball away. Like, live for another day. That's the one virtue of Burrow that in the nine sacks. He lived for another day. He didn't make a mistake. Jimmy G has thrown a pick in four straight games. You know, this is a Rams defense that disguises its coverage probably more than any other team. But at the same time, you look, 23 completions in 313 in week 17 for Garoppolo. So every time we try to push back on him, he comes back. Yeah, I mean, and look, the team believes in them. I mean, they're down 17 to, to nothing. They get the ball, right? And they start they start that, they get a little momentum going into halftime, make it 17 to three. Nobody thinks much of it because the Rams dominated the first half of the game. And then they come right out in the second half and they score two touchdowns. You know, and now the, the score's tied at 17-17 and the Rams get going to get it 24. And then he leads them on a drive back, 88 yards, you know, and, and he does it in a minute. I mean, he does it in a minute. I mean, he left, they almost left too much time on the clock. And they've got, and he has weapons, whether it's, you know, whether he's got Ayuk, whether he throws the ball to Debo, you know, in the backfield or coming out, you know, and then he's got Elijah Mitchell in the backfield and Kittle. I mean, they've got some skill. And the last time they beat him, you know, for all the time I talk about the offensive line, Trent Williams didn't play in that last game, and they did a good job of protecting. I do think the Rams defense the last two weeks have played at a higher level than they did in week 18. The key to covering here, if the, you know, stay within the three and a half or even winning the football game, which they, they're now, what, 6-0 and straight up. Uh, the last six, that is San Francisco against Los Angeles. The key for the 49ers here is what, Michael? They cannot turn the ball over. They've got to play mistake-free, and they've got to be able to pressure Stafford. 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 They have to be able to, to do exactly what they did in the first game, which is put pressure on them and control the front. They did a great job of gaining the line of scrimmage. There was no run game. There was really nowhere to run the football, and they've got to do a good job on the first drive of the game. The last couple games now, they have given up. They've played from behind. And it's affected them a little bit. And they've kind of rallied from it. They can't let that happen in this game. They've got to come out and play really effectively, play from in front like they, did, like, you know, like they didn't do in Green Bay. They did in Dallas. And get that set that, and let this defensive line take over the game. 
That's going to be the key. If the Rams, if the Rams can block them, the Rams will throw the ball on them. But it's hard to block them, Patrick. This will be the 49ers, Michael. This will be the fourth straight road game. So since 03 teams in this spot. So this is 49ers. I'm just 49er backers. I'm just giving you the stat. They're 0-5 straight up. They're 0-4-1 ATS when you continue to go on the road like the 49ers are continuing to do. However, the dominance of Shanahan over McVay, 7-3 straight up and ATS, including 6-0 his last six. Sean McVay was asked, is Kyle in your head? Here's what he had to say. Mm-hmm. No. Um, what, I, what I do have is respect for these guys. They've done a great job. You know, you look at it. Um, you got to play well in that three and a half hour window that we're allotted. Um, you look at the last time that we played them, didn't finish the game, but, but this is a really good football team. We have a lot of respect for them, but, um, you know, we're competing and, and preparing to the best of our ability to go out and, and see if we can advance, but this is a really good team. Kyle's an excellent coach. They got great players, great coaches, good schemes. And so that's why they're in the NFC championship. <laughs> so you knew somebody had to ask him. And that's his response. Is he, is Kyle right. in your head? They know each other very well. I mean, they know. And look, they, they're familiar. And D'Amico Ryan's his defense. They know. Sean knows. And, you know, add another guy in this layer too, right? So Raheem Morris, he was on that Tampa staff when they were all there. Raheem Morris was there as a defensive co- as a defensive coach. He became the head coach when they fired Gruden, you know. And so they were all these guys were they know each other really well. And and Shaw, and, and Shanahan knows how Raheem wants to call the game. Sean knows how you know he needs to attack D'Amico Ryan. So there's a lot of familiarity, and it's going to come down to really can they control this front? What defensive line plays the best today, and what defensive line affects the quarterback the most? That to me is going to be the essence of the game. The game's going to be up front, and the Rams have got to do a good job of pressuring Garoppolo, stopping the run. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, the 49ers have to do a really good job. They're going to stop the run. I don't think there's no doubt about it. They're going to be an eight-man front. They're going to penetrate. They're going to stop the run. What they have to do is get Stafford to become the Stafford of old, to turn this ball over. And if they do that, that'll put them in position. The Rams had a 17-point lead in the last game and still lost it. Again, it's six straight for the 49ers in this divisional matchup. I, I don't know if you believe in getting in someone's head, but it does feel like there is something to that for the 49ers right now. Well, they have conf- – I mean, I don't think it's getting in your head. I think it's all about confidence. I mean, they feel like they can win the game. They feel like they're the more physical team. There's no denying that. I mean, the one thing about the Rams that we've seen during the season is there's been a lack of physicality, consistent physicality. Early in the year, they weren't very physical. You know, and now I think the last two weeks they have been. I think when they changed their their kind of mindset away from Stafford's drop back pass and we'll just do whatever we want to do with Stafford and gone back to the golf offense, for lack of a better term, uh, they became a different team. But I think the 49ers just think, look, we're tougher than they are. We're just going to beat them up up front. They can't block us. And that's really where the in-your-head really comes down to is there's confidence in the 49ers. That's why when you're down 17 to nothing towards the end of the first half, you don't blink. Do you have confidence in Stafford? He's 41 of 55 for 5'8", 568, four touchdowns, no picks in the postseason so far. Uh, towards the second half of the season, he was throwing picks, pick sixes all over the place, Michael. Do you have confidence against this defense? I, I don't. I think that's going to be the issue. I think he's going to. I think he's going to have to play within himself. And there's going to be no way to kind of offset. They're going to have to use screens, tight end screens, to really kind of help them a little bit and take some of the pressure off of putting the ball in his hands every play because he's not going to be able to run the ball. 
you can go ahead and throw up the graphic to support what I was saying about the four straight road game for the 49ers. Last team in this spot was 66 in the Chiefs. Do you put any credence into the 49ers going back and forth, back and forth, and being on the road for so much? I think they like it. I mean, it's a quick flight to L.A. They're familiar. I mean, this is going into SoFi. They know the stadium. I mean, they're comfortable playing there. I mean, look, last year, this was a traveling band. Remember, they had to move to Arizona because of COVID. They couldn't play in Santa Clara County. Yeah. I, I just think that they actually focus and concentrate better when they're on the road than they do at home. That's a great point. Great point about them being relocated last year. And by the way, San Francisco, the 49ers, 4-1 and one ATS, their last five road games overall. I, I agree with you, Michael. I, I, don't, I think they're uh, not concerned at all about heading to SoFi. And I think, the, I think the energy right now of will they or won't they, that being the Rams fans show up, is an advantage for the 49ers. Like, there's going to be questions. How is this split 50-50? 49ers fans are everywhere in the country. That's just, oh, no doubt. That, you, know, it, you, don't, you don't win as many Super Bowls and don't have a lot of fans, especially when you had the great Joe Montana followed by Steve Young and a great coach. We're not done with this game yet. We continue. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Cannot repeat what Stephen Bond just said off the air. First bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Has to do with his mom, Christina, who we love. Sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vcin.com slash horses. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Okay. <laughs> My gosh. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, I'm Patrick Maher. He is, of course, Michael Lombardi. Um, so yeah. we were just talking during the break. As far as local cuisine, when you think Cincinnati, mm -hmm. you go immediately to Skyline Chili, right? Is that right. like the thing, right. I guess? I mean, for me, I go to Jeff Ruby's. It's a great steakhouse there. I think it's 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 uh, it's kind of part of their downtown. You know, I I never really have had Skyline Chili. There also is Crater Ice Cream, which is fabulous. Uh, they're they're a part of Cincinnati, so I think those two things would hit me immediately. All right. Well, I'm going to do the other three now. Kansas City. What's your go-to? You know, Kansas City is an interesting place because when you play there, the stadium is so far from the airport. You know, you stay downtown. Obviously, it's ribs in Kansas City. You know, that's kind of the trademark of the city. You just think, I think of ribs, you know, and steak. Ultimately, it's, you know, and, and it, there's nothing better. I can honestly say of, of all the places in my career, I think that winning there 
basically winning in, I used to call it winning in Moscow because it was all red. It was all red around you. And then <laughs> driving out of Moscow, going to Leningrad Airport, you know, and, and just having them look at you and just complete and utter disgust, the fans, and throwing eggs at your bus and knowing that you won. I mean, when we beat them in 80 and in, in 80 and in 98, 99, when they were had a chance to go to the playoffs, and we they got a help on us like a ridiculous 27 and nothing, and we came back and Joe Nedney kicked a field goal to win the game in, in overtime. To me, you know, that, that to me is why. I mean, Parcells used to say this all the time. There is no better sound than the sound of silence on the road. When you silence the crowd, that's the greatest sound of all. If somebody named Stalin's trying to get tickets to the game today, don't sell them to him. Uh, San Francisco, you lived up there for a long time. Cuisine, what do you got? You know, that's a great call, Patrick. I mean, they've got so many great restaurants in there. I've, I've never really just associated just one thing with I couldn't San think Francisco. of it either. I couldn't think of it you either. You know, I, I think it's, you know, it's so many great places. You think, of the, you think of the Napa Valley and you think of wine and you think of all the great, great restaurants that have started there. And the Balboa Cafe with Irish coffee, you know, and going down to the wharf and, and you know, and, and going into uh, Scomas and, and, and going into the Eddie DiBarlo room there. I think those are the kind of things that I think of, you know, the cable cars and just the, the, the magnificent beauty of that oh, it's city. Gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. By the way, would you consider Kansas City and Arrowhead the closest to a college atmosphere we have in the bigs? Yeah, I mean, it, it's so far out there. You know, you're, 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 the drive, you're, it's forever, you know, and it's in the airport, you know, is so away. But there is a sense of that, you know, and you see the Royal Stadium there and you see them and those fans are really impressive. I mean, they come dressed and they're in red and, you know, it's it's a it's truly and, and, and hats off to Andy Reid. I mean, he went in there and he has continued to show that he is a Hall of Fame coach and he is able to continue to keep his players focused and able to meet the challenge, obviously, because he does a wonderful job of coaching the quarterback and also developing the quarterback. Okay, let's take an odd, let's take a look at the poll. These are the odds to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to ask you, Michael, who would you bet at these numbers? We've got the results as well, and the numbers via BetMGM. Kansas City right now, your favorite at plus 120 to win the Super Bowl. Your second betting favorite, no surprise, the Rams at 2-1. to one. The 49ers are 4.5-1, to one, and the Bengals are 8-1. to one. Just looking at the numbers, where would you lean? If, you know, if you're Andy Reid and you think you're going to beat the Bengals, which you probably think you're going to do that, you know, I, I think the one team you probably don't want to play are the 49ers because the 49ers have exactly – the 49ers do exactly what you don't want them to do. They're a zone team that rushes four, that can pressure the quarterback, and they're not going to give up the ball thrown over their head and they're going to make you work the ball down the field. And you're not going to run the ball in an easy way. I think with the Rams, I feel like he feels like, okay, I can probably maneuver some things around. It'll be a challenge to block these guys, but I think I can win that game. I think the 49er game would be a very difficult game for Reed. Not saying they can't win it. Not saying that at all. I think the Chiefs will be the favorite in either of that game if they go. I think if the 49ers, I think that line would be three, two and a half, if it were the Rams, and I think it would be it would be three, three and a half. If it was the if it were the 49ers, but I think from Andy Reid's perspective, he would rather play the Rams than the 49ers. 
Well, I do have the look ahead here from the South Point. I'll give you those numbers in a second. Let's go ahead and throw up the poll question results. Which team would the Lombardi line viewers bet on to win the Super Bowl at those numbers? And no surprise, the Chiefs at plus 120, getting plus value there, 39.2. The Rams, excuse me, the 49ers, your second betting favorite, the Rams third, and the Bengals uh, sitting at 15.1. By the way, so these are subject to change, but when we were joined by Vinny the other day, the South Point already put out, you know, possible 2022 look-ahead numbers as far as the Super Bowl. Excuse me, the big game. Uh, the Rams, Kansas City, they'd lay Kansas City one and a half. San Francisco, Kansas City, they'd lay Kansas City three, Michael. The Rams, Bengals, the Rams would lay three. And the 49ers, Bengals, the 49ers would lay a point and a half. Those two seem a little short to me. The Rams is laying three and the 49ers laying one and a half against the Bengals. Again, subject to change, but those are numbers via the South Point. That, that seems really short. Give me the 49er, 49er uh, uh, Chiefs one again. That is the Chiefs laying three. Key number of three. three. And, and the Rams. And the Rams Chiefs. Chiefs is the Chiefs laying a point and a half. Yeah, I thought it would be two and a half. So I, I, I thought it would be under the three. Yeah, okay. I, oh, and by the way, Millie just informed me Dungeness crabs are the key in, in San Francisco. I, I'll let that, I forgot That's, that. If you ever had Dungeness crabs, they're incredible. All right, well, get Millie on this I, one. I, 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 I don't want to go fish for them, but I'm going to eat them. You do strike me as an outdoorsman, no? I, I, no, I get seasick. I grew up, I literally grew up in front of the ocean, and I get seasick. If I, if I go away from land, it's over. Okay, Over. well, tell Millie this is the tricky one. How about L.A. and cuisine? You know, we lived there, so there's so many different places. I don't think you guys went to that bar. You guys went to that place all the time, right by you. Remember oh, Toscano's? Oh yeah, Toscano's was incredible. Plus, we went to you know we lived in Playa. We went to a bunch of places in there. You know, there was this one place in Venice uh, that was incredible, and this guy came, went to Italy, and studied how to make dough, and really everything in his restaurant. Felix, it was called. Everything in his restaurant was from Italy, and he built a room so that he could have the the same temperature, the same atmospheric pressure, you know, the humidity, all that stuff, so that everything came like it was from Italy. It was incredible. That sounds so like I, you might I move was, back there just for the dough. <laughs> like, oh man, it was, um, you're it was drooling over there. It really was. <laughs> no, no it was great. Felix, Felix in Venice, was a really small place. It was incredible, though. We have not. Gone and those, and good job on Millie with the save on the crabs as well. We have not gone extensive as far as the totals, so I wanted to touch on those. Let's start with the early one, and we've got plenty. Dude, Thomas Gable going to be joining Josh in just a little bit as well. Cincinnati, Kansas City. So we mentioned this number jumping up four. You don't generally see that fifty and a half opener, fifty four and a half. You had the over last week in Kansas City. Are you going back to it, or are you going under here? I like the under. I just think it's pace. I think the one thing the book knows better than all of us is these games have to be paced. Every possession matters. And when you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and you just went to a game where you only gave them nine possessions and they still scored 31 points, if you're Zach Taylor, you got to say, wait a minute, I don't know if we can cut down nine possessions and we, only, and we gave up 31 points. Can we cut it to eight? It's going to be hard. But I think that that's kind of you want to pace this game. Now you got to pace it in a different way. It's not just okay. We're going to run two times and throw it on third down. You got to be able to to have plays where you can get like Buffalo did. I think Buffalo gave them the formula on how to play this, and I think Zach Taylor's got to be very aggressive today and go for it on fourth down, especially at midfield, and say like, okay, I'm going to make these plays, put the ball in Burrow's hand, much like they did with Josh Allen. Now he's not going to run like Josh did. 
He's not going to run the single wing, but I think that's what you have to do. Pace, to me, is the essence of this game, and that's why I like both unders in both games. Kansas City has scored more than 30 in six of their last seven, averaging 37.3. But I do like I, – I, that's a big move up to 54.5. And then I'll ask you the same question. We've seen the, the number come down, 47 down to 45.5, San Francisco at Los Angeles. We know San Francisco's a slow-paced team, and so are the Rams. You know, I think, to me, this is another game about pace. You know, it's a 17-17 game going in the fourth quarter. The last time they played, they made it 24-24, you know, which went to – and then it went to overtime. That's at 48, so it would have gone over. But, to me, I, I think this is going to be a little slower pace than that. Care about your significant other like that dude in Venice cares about dough, and you're going to have yeah, a wonderful wow. relationship. My gosh. Tremendous. That, that yeah, is, I mean, it's unbelievable. That is, uh, that's a lot of care. I mean, we should just move to Italy. We can do the show from there. We'll talk I, to Bill AD hey, after the show. Let's just do it. Hey, we, we got the Skype. We got everything. We're ready to go. Yeah, why not? I mean, there's no yeah, – why not? Where are we going to go? Went, Capri? Are we going Capri? I don't know. I mean, that's such a good – that's a hard thing. There's so many good places. I, right, I'm let me really know. we got two weeks Italian until we Alps. have to move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're coming back with Gable next. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, of course, it's never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure that VSEN is part of it for you. We've got 56 hours of free coverage, betting strategies, big game betting guide, which is coming to your inbox, matchup analysis, betting market insights. It's all there. The sixth annual live big game betcast as well. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join VSIN and let us help you win some cash. A lot to do coming up. VSIN.com. Quick note, Michael, we should give props to Rafa Nadal. 21st Grand Slam, which is a record. He was down two sets to love to Medvedev in Australia this morning. Came back, 35 years old, came back and won in five sets incredible uh, against a guy, what, 10 years younger than him. So that was going on. That finished, it, the match lasted over five hours, and it finished early this morning. I wonder if Thomas Gable, who we say hi to, uh, of course, the race and sports book director at the Borgata, did you get any heavy action on the Australian Open there? Hi, Thomas. Good morning. Yeah, we actually did. That was a, a good result with uh, Nadal winning that. So. Uh, nice way to start the day for us here. Oh, a lot of Medvedev yeah. love there at the Borgata. Yeah. Okay. Yes, there was. Hey, yes, we should was. give love to you. Another winner yesterday. Now, you should have just well, stopped at the under. Because one and one. It, yeah, 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 it was, yeah, it was one and one. We lost the juice on it. So. We lost the juice on it, but all good. We'll have a play coming up from you in just a yep. little bit. Uh, but let's get it started. Let's set up the numbers for these two championship games today. Yeah, it's, well, it's a little odd here sitting in Michael's seat by uh, by myself. <laughs> did you get, get uh, Did you get that cleared to, by security? <laughs> I, I don't know. I may be ushered out of here at any point, so we'll we'll see. <laughs> but uh, but Patrick, if you want to pick up some extra dollars today, feel free to fly out, and if you want to shovel out my driveway, as long as it's not yeah. by ten o'clock tonight. We'll, <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate. it. I'll text you. There's a twenty spot in it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. No, so let's it's going to take a long here. time. Patrick. I was going to say, but Michael, Michael posted a picture of M. Lombardi NFL of the boardwalk. I just saw it. It is. You can t set the scene for us there, Thomas. You, you're, you've basically been locked in at the Borgata for the past couple of days, right? Yeah, I, I've been here since Friday morning. So I'll leave here tonight um, after the games wrap up. But, yeah, I, I have been 
ventured outside to even look. I've only well, I've looked out the hotel room. That's about it. But uh, I have no idea what the roads look like. I know we've gotten we've gotten some people in here, which is amazing to me. Even yesterday, people were customers were coming in, um, and kudos to the staff who stayed over and and helped us out and you know got us through the uh, got us through this weekend. So big thanks to them who the ones who stayed over and uh, and worked through it with us. So you haven't seen the sun in like 72 hours. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's not healthy, <laughs> but, but you're trying to, you're trying to win some money. So let's start it off with Kansas city. You were seven and a half yesterday. Where are you now? Still seven and a half here. And, um, again, the, uh, even money there on the chiefs, if you're, you're going to lay the seven and a half, but, uh, Ticket count still 57% of the tickets here on Kansas City. And, you know, we said we opened this game, Kansas City laying the seven. It's, uh, we moved very quickly to seven and a half uh, after we opened it. The total here is, uh, has certainly moved up as well. We're currently sitting at 54 and a half. Um, the, the favorite is getting bet, but I'll say the, the, we haven't had one really large wager come in on Cincinnati, but we've had, you know, several $50,000, $60,000, dollars wagers here on the Bengals, and that's starting to add up here to the liability. So actually right now we are in a position here that we're, we're going to need the Chiefs to cover. Um, and, you know, when you look back at that last game where these two teams played, the Bengals were able to contain Hill and Kelsey. They only had 40 yards and 25 yards respectively in that game. So they're going to have to do that again. Uh, I, I think the, the big thing here is going to be can Kansas City – the pass rush, can they get uh, the pressure on Burrow? And the, the Bengals, you know, listen, they they were able to force the turnovers against the Titans last week. That's the reason why they're here today. Um, Mahomes, if he plays a good game here, I think it's going to be tough sledding for Cincinnati. Yeah, no doubt. Are you surprised you're getting so much Cincinnati action, Thomas? With the hook, I'm not surprised. I mean, there are there are definitely people who who like the fact that we're at seven and a half and uh, and are jumping on that hook. How come you haven't gone to seven since it's been so po since it's been so popular with Cincinnati? We're, we're, we'll see how it plays out. We, we may go back down um, again. The seven and a half. If you're laying that with the with the Chiefs, it's even money. So we could easily bounce back to the seven at any point. Okay. So the juice is headed to seven. Yeah. Um, are you fifty-four and a half on the total? I apologize if I missed that. We are. We are fifty-four and a half. Okay. The late game. The hook. The hook is the big story in both games. Are you still yeah. sitting three and a half with the Rams? We are. We are. So uh, uh, interesting uh, splits here on this game. 60% of the tickets are on L.A., but uh, over 80% of the money here is on the Niners. And again, I think it's that hook that people are, are going for. And, uh, you know, Stafford, he has he's struggled in those two games this year against against the Niners. He threw four interceptions. One guy who hasn't struggled, Cooper Cup, 18 receptions in, in those two games for 240 yards and a touchdown. And now with Odell Beckham playing uh, well and Stafford showing more confidence in throwing to him, uh, the Niners won't be able to focus just on Cup here. But um, again, the Rams special teams, they're not Green Bay special teams there, Michael. And uh, it's really going to come down to the Niners defense limiting the Rams offense here. 
And and really, the only way I think that's the the, the way that happens is through the front, is through Bosa, is through uh, you know the inside Armstead, you know Arden Key, all their defensive linemen just wearing down this Ram, especially where they weak where they're weak inside on the two guards in the center positions. And I think we saw a little bit of that last week in the second half. Although I thought they did a great job blocking Tampa's front, they didn't do a great job blocking San Francisco's front in the second half in Week 18. Okay, so let me bring up what Thomas just said. Great job with Thomas on Cooper Cup. His receiving yards prop today is 102 and a half. Michael on the season, yeah. he went 15 and four to the over. Okay, and the two games against the 49ers, as Thomas just mentioned, he was 2 and 0 to the over. 240 total reception yards and a couple of scores. So 102 and a half for Cooper Cup today. You can find a different number. There's 101 and a half. We have at BetMGM. What do you think? You know, I, I, they just do an incredibly good job of, of getting him the ball, even though he's kind of doubled and they want, people want to take him out of the game. I don't think they can do that. I mean, the last time they played, they couldn't take him out of the game. I lean over here, Patrick. Thomas, do you have a lean there if you, were, if you weren't running a book? Uh, I would also lean on the over here for Cup. Uh, I think the guy has demonstrated time and again uh, what he's capable of this year, so I, I would lean over. Okay, I'll book your action when I come shovel your driveway. Mm. Never. Um, <laughs> for sure not. Let's get into, you know what? It's what everybody's waiting on. It's 9-3 and three on the season. Des Moines special. And, Michael, when I tell you we're going deep, we're going yeah. deep into college hoops. Long Island v. Bryant. What's the number? Where are you leaning? Yep. So, Bryant... Uh currently four and a half point favorites here in this one and they're eight and one in the Northeast Conference. Uh, they beat Merrimack on Thursday. This is uh, their best start ever in league play led by Peter Kiss. He leads the conference in scoring at 22.3 points per game. It's actually his league average is even higher 25.3 points per game in, in his conference games and Bryant's also a very good team at home. They're seven and one this season and 17 and 17-2 and two overall the last two seasons. So very, very good team at home. Long Island University, Brooklyn, 8-11 and 11 overall here, 5-4 and four in the conference. They're coming off a loss to Central Connecticut. This team is prone to turnovers. Uh, now, defensively, they do cause some problems. They also cause some turnovers as well. Uh, but they're very average in shooting the ball, and they're very poor from the foul line. And Patrick... The first 400 fans here will receive a Bryant mug and hot cocoa -uh. giveaway today. And so if you're in Rhode yeah. Island, you might want to go well, to Bryant. After I and, shovel and your driveway, yeah, after I yeah. shovel the driveway, I'll go to Bryant, skip the games, who cares about the NFL, and I'll get some yeah. cocoa. Yeah, there so yeah, play the points with Bryant at home there today. I think Bryant nice. and Long Island are shocked they were discussed this much on Championship Sunday. On I love the Lombardi yeah, they should. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. Look, the, the Roy Rubin, the home of the Long Island Blackbirds, he was the former head coach of the 76ers, and Bryant College was the home, the host team all summer for the New England Patriots. And frankly, the last Super Bowl they won, there's pictures I think I just saw of, of them down, down there at Bryant College. So Look Tom Brady roamed those fields. Look at you with the anecdotes off the Bryant Long Island cap. So you're going to need whom today when the dust settles, you believe? So right now it looks like we're going to need both home teams to cover. And uh, we, we didn't really talk about today, but yesterday we touched on it. We are going to need the, the over to come in in the, uh, the Rams-Niners game. That's going to be a pretty big decision there for us. We took a lot of money on the under. Um, currently sitting at 45 and a half there in that one. Okay. 
Uh, do me a favor, Google vitamin D and get some because we're, you, <laughs> you need, I, I mean, it's been a long couple of days for you. I wish you, I wish you the best of luck there. Are you, are you going to be busy at the Borgata? Are people even going to be able to get there? Yeah, that's why I said, I think yesterday I was surprised at how many people actually made their way in here oh. um, during this, during the blizzard. So, but people will get here today. They're okay. already coming in. Well, stay safe when you do get out of there. Thomas Gable runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. When we come back, we'll officially get Michael's plays on those two championship Sunday games. We're coming up next here, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, today, get over to BetMGM for new bettors and win 200 bucks paid for in free bets. It's that simple. You pick a game of the two, you bet on the money line. 10 bucks, pick a team. Doesn't matter because you're going to win $200 if anybody scores a touchdown. If you use the bonus code VSIN200, it's BSIN200. Again, once you bet at BetMGM, you get MLife rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. So download the app today and use that bonus code VSIN200. It's a free bet. So again, you can get $200 right into your account in free bets. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. So we are now, what, Michael, three hours, 15 minutes away from Kick in Kansas City. And then, yeah. so we're, we're, we're inching, inching, inching closer as we bring in Josh Applebaum. Market Insights is the pod. We'll get a market report, a little market update to start. Hi, Josh. Good morning. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Michael. Yeah, Championship Sunday is here. A big, exciting day to watch football and bet on football. But, guys, real quick, you know, digging, digging back into the past when we get to this round, we have seen when it comes to AFC, NFC Championship games, a lot of chalk does very well. You know, if you look at the last 20 years in this spot, home favorites 17 and 13 against the spread, 70, uh, 57% home favorites straight up. So winning these games, even at a higher rate, 22 and three straight up 73%. We've also seen overs do very well, 22 and 11, 67% the last two decades, four and oh, the last couple of years. Now this year we have seen favorites do pretty well. They had a big start to the, the playoffs here. You've seen dogs claw back last couple of weeks, but right now we have favorites six and four ATS in the playoffs and straight up and under six and four uh, overall. But guys, looking at this one, I think both games, it's really important to pay attention to the juice because we're pretty much on hooks or key numbers where the juice is really kind of, you know, pulling back the curtain, telling you a little bit where the money's moving. So for example, Cincinnati, Kansas city, a lot of these books open uh, basically minus seven here for Cincinnati at home or for uh, Kansas city at home. You've seen a slight public 
play to, to Kansas City at DraftKings. They're getting a little less than 60% of bets. But early in the week, it looked like this thing was going to go to 7.5. All the juice was on uh, basically uh, the Chiefs at home. And it got to 7.5 at a couple shops, but only very, very briefly and came back down to 7. If you look at the juice right now, it's pretty much even, you know, even or maybe kind of like a minus 115 slightly to the Chiefs. But we were all week where it was really juiced to the Chiefs. So the line in terms of uh, movement, it's not huge, but the juice is kind of looks like it's leaning back Bengals a little bit. Uh, you look at a couple of spots here, playoff dogs, seven or more last 20 years, 56% ATS. Uh, we have seen Cincinnati seven and three ATS as a dog burrow 11 and seven ATS as a dog in his career. Remember, this is a rematch. We did see week 17. The Bengals pulled off this upset 34, 31 covered the three and a half. They also have a rest advantage playing Saturday versus uh, Sunday there for, for Kansas city. So guys, I'm looking at grabbing the hook here with, with, uh, with the Bengals plus seven and a half. It's kind of when it got there to me, the big thing was it wasn't there long and it came back down also a ton of over money you know open 50 and a half all the way up to 54 and a half and if you're looking for a prop bet today a lot of money on the borough over passing yards it opened at 286 at bet mgm it's now up to 291 he threw for 446 in week 17 it's gonna be a perfect day guys at arrowhead really no no win no rain no precipitation about mid 40s i'm looking at the bengals plus the hook and looking at burrow going over his prop yards wonderful information josh we'll get you play on the other game coming up in just a bit michael i think you'd understand that I have to go to your grandson now before your official picks, if you don't oh, mind. No doubt. Yeah. And so we'll I, I go, got it. I we'll, we'll go ahead. We've got a, yeah. a special play he, from. He's a marksman. Yeah, from Dominic here. Let's go ahead and roll Dom's plays today. Dom, who's going to win the games this weekend? Bengals Niners. Bengals Niners. Lock it in. Thank, thank there you. There it is. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Dominic. Taking the. Taking the doggies. He's taking the doggies and barking. You got to like that, he, right? He is I mean, sharp. Why not? He is sharp. And, yeah. and he's prepared for the Nor'easter. It appears we're still yeah. in our pajamas. So it make right. it, well, make, yeah, plays in pajamas exactly. early <laughs> at the Lombardi household. Shout to Dominic. Great work there. Okay, Michael. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for throwing that up. Let's now throw up. We got a beautiful graphic for Michael's picks today officially, and we'll get your breakdown. Let's start with the Chiefs. You're going to lay the seven. I'm going to lay the seven. Uh, you know, I think if it were seven and a half, I might lean that way. But I think this is one of those games where the Chiefs really come out like Will Hill said. I think they'll take the game over. The longer this game goes, I think the Chiefs won't stop trying to score. They won't let them backdoor in. And I think that they'll force a mistake by the Bengal offense, which is going to have a hard time. And then, to me, the, the three and a half makes all the difference in the world. I think it's a field goal game. You know, I could easily see the Rams winning, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think both teams are evenly matched. I don't think one team's going to run away. I'm going to take the Niners in the hook. Okay. And as you mentioned before, you are leaning on both the unders here. Under 54 and a half yeah, in the early game, 45 and a half in the I, I am. I mean, I know that it's run up, but I do think pace is so important in playoff games. I think you've got to pace yourself. I think this is why we saw unders hit quite a bit. We didn't see it in the Buffalo game, Kansas City game, because, you know, let's face it. I mean, that Buffalo game was going to pace. It was pacing itself nicely until kind of got away. And I, and I think that ultimately these games have to be paced. I would, I would worry the most one of the under. I would worry the most would be in the Kansas City one, only because I think Kansas City is not going to take the breaks off. I think Kansas City is going to be very aggressive today. Okay. Uh the king, Dominic, and I think his dad cut it a little short because Dominic did want to tell the betters, make sure you get the hook on the dog yeah. in the first game with the Bengals. He said that, but he was going to eat breakfast, so we had to cut him <laughs> off quickly. And, and the reason I bring it up is because, Josh, you agree with Dominic there. You like the dog in the first game. 
Yeah, let's get Dominic, you know, a job at Beeson because I think he's spot on here with this juice. He's on with Femi next. I'm betting across America just so I can. <laughs> Sorry, go Beautiful. ahead. Beautiful. Yeah, we're, we're going to need matching pajamas too because those, those are pretty sweet. <laughs> those but are pretty guys, dope. <laughs> Juice-wise too for this game, Dominic is spot on here because you haven't seen much change here. I think the odds makers are in a weird position where they don't want to go down to three. Remember, this opened up the Rams laying three and a half. They don't want to go down to three because they feel like they're going to get hit by key number Rams money minus three, but they really don't want to go, uh, you know, move any further up because they also don't want to give out a better number here uh, to the 49ers. So juice-wise, it's always been leaning 49ers, you know, plus three and a half, minus 115. Pay attention to the juice. It's really going to not always tell you exactly the next move, but kind of which direction the wind is blowing. So still today, you're seeing all these three and a halves where, you know, you're even or, or minus 105 with the Rams, but you're minus 115, minus 120 with the 49ers. That tells me, as Michael said, I love that play. I'm with you, Michael, on the 49ers. And not that it's going to go down to three, but they're always making you pay the higher price on the three. Uh, three and a half there and a lot of matchups head to head you know McVay against Shanahan Shanahan has owned this matchup he's seven and three ATS against McVay uh, he's six and two ATS as a favorite against McVay uh, in this spot and also you look at the 49ers they've had their number two and oh six and oh the last six uh, under money as well Michael 47 down to 45 and a half and a couple props here you're looking at Jimmy G a lot of money to his under uh, passing yards 234 and a half down to now 230 and a half and then also Tyler Higby's been getting hit kind of a player that you're not like flocking to with the public like a cup or an OBJ but he opened at a lot of his props 39 and a half he's up to 41 and a half uh, he's been catching a few balls here recently I'd look to the Higby over the Jimmy G under and give me San Fran plus three and a half Higby six straight overs on his receiving props last six games Higby six straight uh, yeah. Can we throw up Michael's I mean, picks? He, one? He, Go ahead, he, please. He's a second. I mean, he's really a second. I, I know Beckham's there, but he's a very comfortable. And he's a little bit more of the run game. I mean, you're going to see screens to him. You're going to see a little bit of a way to control the clock with him in the control passing game. Okay, let's throw up Michael's plays again because we're asked about him all the time. He's got the Chiefs laying the seven. You can find seven. You don't have to lay the hook. And then the 49ers, he likes from catching three and a half. With the Lombardis in the background, I think VEASAN would be most happy to know that your screensaver is VEASAN. If he's checked that out yeah. there, <laughs> that is a nice little throw in by our buddy Stephen Bond. But yeah. you got a picture yeah, of you well and done. Belichick and a VEASAN screensaver. Life is yeah, good. Uh, although I'm sure I'm sure there's going to be. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, they got the trophies up there. We got the book. We were one trophy short, Stephen. That's okay, though, but we're good. <laughs> it's no big deal. It's just a Lombardi. Um, okay, we have a couple of minutes. Michael, you, you've been on a champ. You've been here. Uh, what's the preparation yeah. like getting ready for – because there's just so much on the line. Oh, there's so much here. I mean, this is this is the most exciting day of your life if you're in this game because you know you get to the next game. And you're not even worried about who you're going to play in the next game. You just want to get to the next game. You want to be able to find a way to win this game and have a chance to to go to a Super Bowl and experience a, a lifetime. You know, when, when I was in San Francisco, my very first year in the National Football League, you know, we played the Chicago Bears. The Bears were just starting to come along in a championship game. And, you know, the commissioner party was exciting the night before and then you go to this game and all of a sudden you know you realize you're going to the Super Bowl like this is this is an honor that few really get to experience I mean some of the greatest players in this league 
don't get to the Super Bowl. And so this you need to be here to get to it. That's why I've always said the conference championship game is truly the measure of what your career is. When you can get to a bunch of them, you've had a hell of a career. Yeah, conference championship game plus we've got to wait so long for the Super Bowl. Dominic's going to be 16 and driving a car oh by the time it comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you no think doubt. we had to stretch content the last couple of days, think about what's coming up the next two weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, man. we're going to we're gonna get on some college hoops here, and then we're going to have to get on some of that, see what's <laughs> going on here. We've, we've got plenty. South Carolina's playing well, Patrick. South I mean, Kakalaki, Frank against, Martin, uh, stand up. <laughs> he shaved his head. I mean, you know, Frank looks good. That's your boy. You're, yeah, you, I love him too, you, And down at your, your other guy down in Arkansas too, right? Moss and then Buzz. He beat Buzz last night. That's my guy too. Love That's him all. Tremendous. Okay, Josh, enjoy the games. Michael, you enjoy the games. Dominic, you enjoy Thank the games. You. Again, <laughs> Chiefs. Josh, you're on the Bengals seven and a half. Michael's on the Chiefs. Dominic is on the Bengals. And the 49ers, you're both catching the three and a half. Enjoy it. See you guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Femi guys. and Prince. Thanks, guys. Nice. Good luck. Betting across America. Good luck today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.